Welcome to the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus, author, career strategist, scholar, and diversity consultant. I'm on a mission to create community for women of color graduate students to complete their graduate degrees with confidence. On this podcast, we discuss all things related to the graduate school journey, including the ups and downs of pursuing a graduate degree. I also share personal stories and bring some friends along for revealing conversations about their graduate school journey and provide inspiration for others to level up as grad students. Welcome back to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. This is Dr. Emanuela here. And today's episode is a special one because this is episode 50. It's also my doctorversary. At the time of recording, it's actually the day after my doctorversary, which is the anniversary of when I successfully defended my dissertation. Yesterday was the third anniversary of my dissertation defense. So I thought I would do something a little different here on this episode and spend some time reflecting on both of those achievements. But before we get into the heart of this episode, I wanted to start off with a little update. I know I haven't done one of those in a while. I've been doing some traveling recently, which gets me super excited. I have talked about my love of travel before on this podcast. And I know this isn't a travel podcast, but I wanted to talk a little bit about this because I've shared how important it is to celebrate your wins as a graduate student, right? Graduate school can be challenging. And a lot of times it is challenging, right? And travel was my way to celebrate making it to the end of a semester. In The previous solo episode that I had on here, I shared that I went on a cruise with my mother and sisters to celebrate my mother and have a belated birthday for her and also celebrating Mother's Day. And I just recently came back from a trip with my husband to celebrate our 15-year wedding anniversary. We went to Costa Rica. This was our first time there. And it was amazing. Talk about lush, green scapes, and then the beaches, the food was great. The people were lovely and just welcoming. And if you don't know, Costa Rica is like one of the top destinations for folks to retire to. And I can definitely see why. Their way of life is just really taking it slow and loving life, really. So I can definitely see why folks are traveling over there. But during my travels, some of you have been asking how I was able to travel and how I'm still able to travel these days. And so I just wanted to share that I use points to travel Points have been a way to make travel more affordable for me or attainable. And my favorite credit card that I use is the Chase Sapphire credit card. And I'll 
add a link to the show notes if you would like to get this card. The link that I'll put will give you 60,000 bonus points on a Chase Sapphire preferred card if you are eligible. And what that works out to is $600 that you can use on flights, hotels, rental cars, whatever the case might be. And you get those bonus points once you spend $4,000 in the first three months of opening your account. Now, I really want to encourage you all to be responsible, especially when you're thinking about opening up a new line of credit. I'm not in any way trying to promote carrying debt or anything like that in order to travel. But the way that this works, if you're using this particular card, is that you have to use it to your benefit, which is to not keep a balance. So I would encourage you, if you do go the route of charging something, then paying it back immediately. Or what I do is like I tally up what it is and then I pay it at the end of the month so that that balance doesn't carry over and accrue interest, which that defeats the whole purpose if you are accruing interest. So the whole purpose is that you're trying to gain more points so that you can then use those points to pay something else in the future. Allowing interest to accrue will only make it seem like you're paying too much for a point, which doesn't make sense. You might as well just pay it outright with cash if if that's the case. But if you can manage yourself and your expenses and only spend what you have, then, you know, there's a benefit to that. While I'm on this whole topic, some folks have also asked me about like my suitcase and things like that. And what's my favorite suitcase, which is the away bag. I'm sure you've seen them during your travel. They're very modern, sleek looking, hard covered luggage that has that seamless roll beside you when you're walking. I don't know. They're very smooth. I've had mine for probably like four years now and it is my go-to. The way that it's structured keeps me super organized. I have never been as organized as I've been with travel and being able to go on trips that are five days long with just a carry-on. That is amazing to me and that's the reason why I love this bag. It It's structured and of course I use the packing cubes, which I've loved and has become a staple for me when I'm traveling. So if you're on the market for a new luggage or you have been looking at the away luggage, I have a link in the show notes, which will allow you to get $20 off your first purchase of away luggage. So go ahead and use that and just note that there's no limit for the amount you have to spend in order to get that $20 off. So if you just want to get packing cubes, you can get the packing cubes and use that $20 off. So enjoy. I've been sharing some of my travels on my Instagram page. And if you haven't seen them, that means that you are not a part of my close friends group. And so if you want to see that and just get a glimpse of 
my travel, just send me a direct message on Instagram saying that you'd like to be added to my close friends and I'll go ahead and add you so that you can see that. I have been traveling a lot more recently and I know I have some more travel coming up. So looking forward to sharing more of that with you all. So back to the podcast episode topic at hand, where I am celebrating successfully defending my dissertation three years ago and celebrating the 50th episode of this podcast. Over the years, I've learned and embraced the fact that I am a powerful manifester. Years ago, I'm talking seven, seven or eight years ago, I had an idea of creating a podcast and business before I completed my dissertation and I did it and it has taken a life of its own. You all have been loving these episodes, sharing them with others, sending very sweet messages about how the podcast has been helpful in your graduate school journey and I continue to love them and cherish those messages because they just keep me going. So keep them coming. And I encourage you to take steps to try to manifest things that you want in your life because we are very powerful. We're powerful than we even know that we are. If there is something that we want to come to fruition, we have superpowers that can attract those things to us. And so definitely want to encourage you all to stay positive, to visualize what you want, write it down, tell someone, uh, ask someone to hold you accountable as well, and watch things start to move in positive directions in your life. So that comment is related to me being in the business of building confidence in others. I've always felt like my purpose has been to help others and I've helped others in so many different ways, whether it's helping students feel welcome and as if they belong when I worked in residence life or whether it was helping Fortune 100 recruiters recruit diverse talent. I'm now in this space, helping graduate students feel confident about their decision to pursue their graduate degree and tying their personal values to the careers that they want for themselves. Throughout this journey, I've learned so much, and I want to get into just a few of those learnings with you all here. One of them being that I've learned that I can do hard things, and you can too. Through producing and hosting this podcast, I have realized that it is not an easy feat. And I'm so proud of myself for putting myself out there and doing all of the things. I have shared that it's just me doing this podcast. I don't have a team backing me, coming up with podcast topics or reaching out to potential podcast guests. Uh, or marketing the podcast and everything it takes to have a successful podcast. And despite that, I am finding gratitude in being able to do this hard thing, right? Even if if that means that I'm doing the work of probably five, <laughs> five people, right? But 
my point here is that you can do hard things too. Doing hard things help you to learn more about yourself. You might even surprise yourself by what you're able to do and by doing things that you never thought were possible. The other piece to this is you may inspire others to be able to do things that they didn't think were possible. That is what has inspired me over the years is to be an inspiration to others. And I would encourage you all to do those hard things and find the courage to make the things you desire a reality. So I've also learned that our stories are valuable and deserve to be shared. I've always shared here on this podcast that sharing our stories is how we liberate ourselves. So many times we are made to feel as if our experiences as black women or women of color in general are isolated incidences. But through the conversations that I've had on this podcast and the reactions that you have shared with me, the stories help you understand that you are not alone and that we are working within a system that actively works to marginalize us and make us feel as if we don't belong. That's why I'll continue to share other stories on this platform so that we can continue to normalize these experiences for the purpose of activating us to fight against the systems of oppression that exist in and outside of academia. Speaking of stories, I think it would be appropriate to share some of my favorite interviews that we've had over the past two and a half years of this podcast and the past 50 episodes. We have had some amazing, inspiring, and enlightening conversations with brilliant guests here on this podcast. And while all of the episodes are my favorite, I want to share some of the ones that have stood out to me in no particular order. And I'm just going to share three, right, since this is my third anniversary of successfully defending my dissertation. Three is the theme here for this episode. So let's jump right into it. So number one is my conversation with Dr. Monique Liston. Dr. Liston was in the guest chair in season one, and the conversation was just (laughs) so powerful. That was a deep one. And y'all have shown that you love this episode so much because it is the number one episode of the Writing of My Mind podcast. Like It has had the most downloads of all of the podcast episodes that we've published. Dr. Liston expertly walked us through her experience pursuing her doctoral degree, which she was able to accomplish through the support of her community. And she details that in the episode. In the episode as well, she outlines the traumatic experience of getting to her final defense, right? Her final defense and the committee not feeling as if she was ready. And, you know, you can listen to it, but I'm still trying to process how do you get to this position, right, where you make it to the final defense and you're getting this feedback. And that was a perfect example of the mishandling of black women in higher education, which is tied to the title of the episode 
as well. So definitely check that out if you haven't already. It's worth a re-listen. I will go ahead and add this episode to the show notes for easy access, and I'll do it with the rest of the episodes that I'll talk about today. So my second favorite episode, and again, this is not in in any kind of order, but just listing, right? The second one is my conversation with Dr. Brittany M. Williams. Dr. Brittany Williams was my guest in season three, and that is an episode that was everything. We discussed the hidden curriculum and her experience navigating her degree and career while having the spotlight of growing in popularity on Twitter, right? And so she talked about the joys and the cost and everything in between that took place during her doctoral journey and how she was encouraged to pursue a tenured faculty role. So if you are interested in learning how she navigated being a young faculty member and all of the biases and things that are associated with that, give that episode a listen. We have a real raw conversation about her experience. And again, it's it's just one of those conversations that just gives you a lot to think about. And so definitely want to share. If you haven't listened to that, definitely worth the listen. And then the third guest that I loved having a conversation with was Amelia Nagoski, who is a best-selling author of the book entitled Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And Amelia was on the podcast in season three as well, and was a part of the burnout series that I did in that season, which is also worth a listen. So I discovered the book Burnout when I was having my own experience with burnout, which I've detailed on this podcast before. And when I picked it up and read it, I became an instant fan. I'm still shocked that I was able to get her as a guest on the podcast and loved our conversation about capitalism misogyny, white women feminists, and the toxicity of higher education. And I hope that you all will take a listen to that episode as well if you haven't. But all three of these, I think, are worth a re-listen. So like I said, I will put the links to all of these episodes in the show notes, and then I'll put a link to, to the burnout book if you haven't read it. It's I really enjoyed it and it's really helped me as I am still, you know, unraveling from burnout and toxic environments and things like that. So those are a few of my favorite guests and conversations over the past two and a half years and the 50 episodes of this podcast. I am so looking forward to continuing to bring you all inspiring conversations with women of color who are pursuing or have attained their graduate degrees These conversations have been and will continue to be healing for me as I continue to work through some of the scars that I have from what I experienced during my own doctoral journey. And so we'll just keep that going. For the next 50 episodes, 
who knows what'll happen, but looking forward to having the podcast have more reach, more amazing conversations, and more topics, tips, advice to help you successfully navigate your graduate school journey. I want to reach as many women of color graduate students as possible and those considering graduate school. So continue to share. Also, I usually have an end of the season survey where you can leave your suggestions of topics and guests you would like to see on the show, but I'm going to switch it up a little bit and I have a link in the show notes for you to share some of your thoughts so far. What topics would you like to have covered in future podcast episodes as well as guests that you would like featured and in the guest chair. So definitely fill that out. I'm also toying with this idea of having a theme of, you know, blank while grad schooling. So maybe it's family planning while in grad school, menopausing while in grad school, or buying a house while in grad school. And so like if any of these topics resonate with you or if it's sparking an idea in your mind that you would like us to explore, definitely drop that in the quick survey and that will help with planning out that series. So I definitely want to invite you to do that. So that is today's episode. Thank you for supporting as usual. And here's to another 50 episodes. Bye. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, make sure you follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts, rate the show, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also donate to the show by clicking the support link in the show notes. Your donations help me to continue to put out new episodes to help support you and other women of color graduate students. I'd also love it if you can spread the word to other women of color graduate students to grow our community. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Dr. Emanuela. See you on the next episode.